Oh my god, over 1,500 crossovers in Yu-Gi-Oh. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god, the first one is Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to read it that long, is it? It's 109,000 words. Excuse me. That is a lot of words. 109,000 words of Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! crossover. I don't know where she's going to insert this back into here, but damn. <laughs> that is a ton of words. Oh, we got our first Harry Potter crossover. Welcome back to Rated T for F Word. My name is Ariel. And I'm Spencer. I'm Spencer. <laughs> okay. I'll be Spencer this time. You can be Ariel. Hi, my name is Ariel. And you're? You're going to enjoy doing all the talking? I. In your role as I have the Ariel? I literally said I would read <laughs> the stories before. It doesn't so. work like that. It wouldn't work like that. <laughs> well, I know you tell me this every time. I do. But then you're giving me this opportunity to read all the stories, so give me the book. I'm going to read it. No. <laughs> this is a weird intro. I was actually laughing when we opened up um, because my uh, my intro line is, cold open, title drops, and intros back on old schedule, which we definitely aren't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're actually so not back on old schedule that um, you guys might have, <laughs> if you're familiar with fan fiction, you might have noticed a pattern forming that happens when... Um, uh, a story is going to go on the dreaded H word, which is hiatus. So this is going to be our last episode for a little while, guys. Not saying we're not coming back, but we, I think personally, we're taking a break. And now that everything is kind of opening up again, we have kind of overwhelmed ourselves. Yeah. We swamped ourselves with new events, going to different locations, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And frankly we don't want to say we don't like doing this because I oh, no, I personally I quite like enjoy this. It. I even like editing, to be completely honest. I make myself laugh all the time when I'm editing. But it this is starting to feel like work, um, which is not what we want this to be. We also don't want it to be so loose that we don't have any kind of set upload schedule because it's just not good for, for people who listen because then you never know when the fuck we're going to release something. Um, so... To that point, we're going to be taking a break just for a while while we kind of get used to having stuff to do again Um, because we are massive introverts anyway. So doing stuff while we want to do stuff, it does drain us a lot. And we don't have like a ton of spare time (laughs) anyway, to be completely honest with our work schedules. Um, So I... We don't really know how long the break is going to be for. Um, We have stuff coming up kind of late summer, uh, early fall. Um, And then that leads kind of right into, you know, like the end of year holiday season. Um, So I imagine we'd probably come back around December, early December. But it just honestly depends what the holiday, the holidays look like for us. Um, With not having been able to do them last year. I have a feeling, at least my family um, is going to probably expect me to be there for everything. Um, So I might be real burned out. Um, So we'll keep you guys updated. But we wanted to do at least one episode because I was talking to Spencer and I I was like, I realized that 
we left off literally right before our tenthennial extravaganza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's our tenth episode. So I was like, well, and it feels wrong because we have, you know, the people who do listen to us, you guys do listen really faithfully every every episode. Um, and we really appreciate that. And it, it would feel kind of wrong to just like post you know, an update on the socials that some people may or may not see to be like, oh, we're going to go away for a while. Who knows when we'll come back. So we were like, we can do one last episode. I had one prepared anyway, funnily enough. Um, it was just sitting down to fucking record the thing that was getting to be a challenge for us. Um, so that's what this episode is. It's a farewell for now. Um, and I picked an interesting trope for us that I feels tenthennial worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, we'll, we're gonna we're gonna do our best to kind of get back into our own personal mood, I guess, like kind of how we want to function just in society as a whole, <laughs> and you know, kind of work on us for a little bit, um, trying to get it back into more inspirational kind of mind pattern, and mm-hmm. then hopefully we'll be back, um, not too long from now. Yeah, and back with the normal energy because uh, the energy had been lagging for a couple episodes. There was definitely a dip between us. You guys might not have noticed, but but we noticed it. Um, And we want, obviously, I can only do this once, you know? I want it to be fun every single time that we make an episode. So it's just going to take a little bit of time off for me to realize, hey, I really miss doing that. Um, And then we'll come back and we'll be... We'll be good to go, and I'll have stuff prepared a little more ahead of time, so it's less stress each time. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and move into the trope. That was really long, really long, drawn out way to just say bye for now. Um, so, Spencer, tell me what a crossover is. <laughs> really? Yeah. I told you you'd probably get this one. Okay. Well, <laughs> a crossover is... I mean, it's the definition where it's like two different series crossover into each other's universes. Like, for example, a wonderful one of Superlock, which uh, people know and Ariel likes to share with me all the time, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, taking the universe of Supernatural and uh, Sherlock and Doctor Who. Who, Because, yeah, there's a lot of of going on. That's just what was popular on Tumblr when it came out. So that's that's a big example of one that's very popular. Mm -hmm. It's literally in my examples section. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Ding, ding. I figured you would get that one. So, By the way, Spencer is now at four and a half points, which means you get to read another new story. So that's probably what we're going to come back with when we do come back. I feel like that'll be a nice, soft reentry to podcasting. But continuing on for now. Um, the fanlore.org definition of crossover is a work in which two or more fandoms are combined in some way. And then the examples I listed were Super Hulock um, being popular. Harry Potter is also crossed with just about everything. Um, Supernatural as well. It, I, I guess I can really only attribute it to being just popular enough that it's got an interesting world that people can visualize putting other things into. Um, so sometimes with crossovers, it's just the world that's used from fandom A and then fandom B's characters are put into it, but characters from both series don't really interact. It's just like setting A and characters B. Um, but with fan fiction, a lot of the time, <laughs> that's not the case. Uh, it's to see the characters interact. Um, interestingly, also, some fandoms are just crossovers. 
like the 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 real canon of the sh- of the property is a crossover like for example super smash brothers oh um, yeah i mean it's technically a crossover um and people do write fic for smash bros um and the best crossover ever which is uh <laughs> steven universe and uncle grandpa the, oh. <laughs> the two greatest yeah, that's crossover canon, isn't it yes uh, well no <laughs> but it happened yeah I, wait didn't they cross gumball into that as well into steven universe one of the shows that is popular i can't remember that one got a crossover to it i'm sure they did but i just know we don't really watch these shows so he watched he watched steven universe i I enjoyed steven universe the other cartoon cartoons i meant i Um, watched uncle grandpa and was disappointed and (laughs) sad but you know if you like that you like that that's up to you guys (laughs) that's just my opinion (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, so good job on that one. I figured you'd get it. I did find a story for it. Um, we might end up reading it. Good for it, you. It, good for you. <laughs> that's Nobody's going to understand what the fuck that's uh, One Fallout 76 player will understand <laughs> that out of our seven listeners who probably don't play that. Yeah, nobody plays it except us. Um, so this time, you're actually going to get to pick two IPs. Um, no guarantee that I will be able to find that, but I will try. Um, I will try my hardest. Searching for crossovers, um, at least in AO3, is actually kind of difficult. Um, so you can search for tags inside a fandom. So the fandom is like a group of stories, and then you can narrow it down with the tags. So they're like search criteria. But you can't search for two fandoms together, at least not as far as I'm aware. So sometimes when you finding crossovers is actually just kind of an accident. Um <laughs> So, if you guys know a better way to search for these, by the way, let me know. Because I'd love to just see what fucking crazy bullshit I can find on AO3. Sorry, I'm I'm taking a second, too. To, oh, as she's talking, I'm, I'm looking at yeah. her list of stuff. And I found one that I definitely want to say for this. What's that? Um, definitely Yu-Gi-Oh. Because <laughs> I feel like there's some good crossover stuff with that. Probably. Probably other card battler stuff from the time. And there was a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if it's crossover with Pokemon. I, I almost said Yu-Gi-Oh! and Yu Yu Hakusho, but... That won't be. That would be kind of difficult. That wouldn't be a thing. Sorry, yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho is kind of... Yeah, you know what? Narrow when it's Let's right. see if there's a Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon. <laughs> Probably, yes. All right, so you guys are going to listen to some uh, elevator music while I try to find that. If I can't, um, Spencer still obviously gets the point, but we'll just read the story I have prepared for the sake of brevity um (laughs) and that's fine too i just i I figured if we can try to find a funny one let's try to find a funny one all right we'll be right back guys favorite things about crossovers is that if they include one they usually include at least 10 others one with death now that one actually kind of fits the one with my hero academia unsurprising i honestly almost said my hero academia and Yu-Gi-Oh, but i didn't think that would actually work out yeah that's interesting 
Oh, we're almost Ruby. Yep. <laughs> Another one with Harry Potter. Another one with Death Note and Harry Potter. <laughs> God. Oh, there's one with Zag and Rafa. It also has um, Futurama. You know what? The hair Sonic checks out for that. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I'm a Shaman King. That one actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> one with Hasbin Hotel. It is <laughs> 21,000 words. Yu-Gi-Oh is very popular somehow. <laughs> Way more than I thought it would be. Oh my god. There's one in here with Yu Yu Hakusho. Ha! <laughs> I'm really surprised. Uh, there's one with Undertale! <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I can't believe how many there are. <laughs> ah! I found one! Oh. Go on. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to read that one. <laughs> we sure would go out with a bang if I read it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle that. Smutty? Um, yeah. <laughs> real, real smutty. <laughs> been saved oh thank christ okay i'm ready <laughs> are you sure about that yeah i didn't read all of it but i read enough to know that it it's uh it's a better one to read than the the one about gengar that's tagged with vor and it was smut oh no go back <laughs> no no i read it because i was like Maybe it'll be fine. Maybe I could just cut out like the really bad parts, but no, no, I can't. Oh. All of it's bad. I'm disappointed. It's tagged vor illustrations, explicit sexual content, and bad ending. <laughs> yeah, that how, might have to do with the vor. <laughs> how how could vor ever lead to a bad ending? It can only lead to a good ending. <laughs> what really made me not want to read it is that it's a character we don't know, or at least I don't know. His name is Ryoyu. I. Th I think that's how you pronounce it. He's from. Well, it's tagged as just dual monsters, so it must be the main series. But I don't know who that is, so it wouldn't be as fun. But anyway, if you if you don't want to read it, it's called A Ghostly Feast by Ryoyu Boy. <laughs> Do you want to explain what Vor is to our listeners? No, they for know. Those who do if they've listened this that. far, they know what Vor is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> a reason it's not on the fucking list <laughs> anyway so i, w I was saved the fun in there? i was saved by something really stupid um i'm really excited to read this one so we're, we're gonna be reading today spencer's pick of a crossover between Yu-Gi-Oh and pokemon which is actually not unpopular um it's called kaiba seto versus pokemon by um karasu nai k-a- r-a-s-u-n-e-i um I was just really hoping we'd find something with Joey Wheeler in it, to be quite uh, honest. There's a couple of tagged um, Joey and Joey slash Kaito, or um, sorry, Joey slash Kaiba um, in Pokemon. <laughs> they just 
have Pokemon. So crossovers with Pokemon are actually pretty common too, but it's more popular in fan art than in fix um, because a lot of people just like to imagine characters from like other IPs and what Pokemon they would have if they had Pokemon teams. So it's more popular with fan art for that reason, less popular with fic because writing Pokemon fic is actually kind of hard. Um, it's not the same as experiencing the game. Anyway, why is the dog staring at me? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm, I'm glad that we were able to find something. But this is um, this is extremely stupid, so I'm ready to go. Let's hit it. Let's go. <laughs> Actually, the story has under 300 hits, which is like a diamond in the rough. So y'all go give it some love because it's great. All right, here we go. It started out as a trend. A stupid-ass, childish trend that honestly requires no brain to play, like those dumb Tamagotchi one can get from a stupid-ass crane machine. That wasn't particularly specific, though being specific is currently giving Kaiba, si Kaiba Seto have a massive headache. I think... What? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the story's gonna be good. That's a red flag. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even gonna try to correct it. Go that's on. just what it was supposed to be. I'm gonna leave it in its pure form. He did briefly consider setting all this paperwork on fire, <laughs> but decided against it because Mokuba would either have a heart attack or finally be convinced that Seto has gone mad. So the elder of the Kaiba brothers settles down on the softest, most luxurious leather swivel chair money could buy and massages his temples irritably. Pokemon. His current ire. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Shortened from pocket monsters because some idiots out there couldn't find a better name. And this stupid, sh stupid shit-ass game is beating his company's sales. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just like to picture Seto Kaiba sinking his stupid shit-ass game. Stupid shit-ass. <laughs> hey, ass butt. Dumb stupid butt. <laughs> yeah, stinky butt butt. <laughs> and this... This stupid shit-ass game is beating his company's sales. If Kaiba wasn't so annoyed, they keep going back between calling him Seto and calling him Kaiba. Like, they can't figure out which is his first name. <laughs> if Kaiba wasn't so annoyed, he would have found it very slightly impressive. Scratch that. He wouldn't be impressed at all. Now that he's staring down at the dumb illustration of an obnoxiously yellow mouse on a pile of on the pile of paperwork. The eldest Kaiba brother. <laughs> Seto. <laughs> yup. Definitely want to burn something. <laughs> Is that really the line? Yep. <laughs> Kaiba never struck me as an arsonist, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not reading him correctly. <laughs> oh, this is great. I'm living. <laughs> Kaiba had originally thought this game would die down just as quickly as any other trends before it. Like Ryoju, Ryoji Otogo... Oh, fucking, I can't say anime names. Ryoji Atogi's pathetic invention of dungeon dice monsters. That's totally not a poor imitation of dual monsters at all. Or even the capsule monsters game Mokuba loved so much. That being said, it of course was also Mokuba who brought this Pokemon game to Kaiba's attention. The kid always gets so quickly into trends. Kaiba took one... Kaiba took one looks at the ridiculous graphics, terrible box like box like 3D at this time of terrible box like 3D at this time and age, simply horrendous compares to hype. <laughs> 
becomes realistic holographs. I'm being really mean to this author himself by reading their work. I'm sorry. This poor baby. Oh, this, this person's a teenager. Poor thirty-four-year-old baby. <laughs> no, this person's a teen. I think this was actually from like years ago, because I was going way far back to find something that wasn't vor. Um, <laughs> and dismissed it with a scowl when he knew it is another collecting monsters to battle kind of game. It would have. It would just have another rise and fall before anyone knew it. It would just disappear. Turns out, not only the game is much simpler than Duel Monsters, it doesn't cost as much as well. The console, called Game Boy for some reasons, is only a third of a Duel Deck's price. That's probably true. And all monsters, Pokemon, can be collected within the game instead of having to buy card pack after card pack. That's not true. You need both games. All of two reasons. (laughs) That's all it takes. It is economical, doesn't take that much space, has online options so people can battle even if they are across the globe. A Pokemon battle match is also much shorter than a Duel Monsters match. Also, someone someone don't tell Kaiba (laughs) that there's also Pokemon cards, too, that exist in this universe. (laughs) Yeah, I thought he would be talking about the card game, but no, he's talking about the actual actual video video game. game. (laughs) I was like, does that really compare to Duel Monsters? I don't think it really does. He's got his priorities but there's, straight. But there's a more one-to-one comparison you could be making here, Kaiba. <clears throat> All right, let's see. That's the sequel. <laughs> Kaiba learns about the actual Pokemon card game and wants to burn more stuff. Um, Let's see. Every Pokemon is different from each other, even if they are the same type or species. Kaiba doesn't even know. Thanks to systems like nature, EVs, and IVs. So, in a sense, even if people have... This person obviously plays Pokemon. So, in a sense, even if people have the same Pokemon, either can still gain an upper hand because of how they raised the monster in the first place. This is really just a love letter to Pokemon. (laughs) Long story short, after a year and a half... Long story short, after a year and a half after that game's initial launch, Pokemon has... Pokemon already has its first world championship. Okay, so this this is like original series Pokemon. So there wouldn't have been online features in... This kid really liked Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, no, they... I mean, there was, there was link a tournament. Training. There was a tournament. Well, there was a tournament, yeah. But were, they were saying like there out. was like worldwide features in the original series Pokemon, which isn't. Oh no! It was just link trading. Oh baby boy, no. Oh, or oh, baby honey. girl. Oh honey. Or baby them. <laughs> Within another year, it is a household name worldwide. The game continuously grows. Oh no, they were just they phrased it wrong. This is set way after the release. Okay. The game continuously grows, adding two more sequels in just three years, which are also hugely successful, enlarging its community and fans. Admittedly, the last straw for Kaiba isn't that how his company's sales have been dropping, but Yugi of all people that went to participate in various tournaments and, like many other trend whores. <laughs> I would like Yugi to be a trend whore. Gushes about Pokemon every time he is asked about it. On national TV, because fucking king of games, that's what. (laughs) 
Oh, it's not like Kaiba doesn't get interviewed about this new shitty trend either. He can't even count how many times Pokemon has been brought up during press conferences. Professional as ever, he keeps his cool in public and answers bullshit like how the two games are different from each other. They both have their own respective field and or separate range of... <laughs> yeah, they are different from they each other. Different. One's a video game and the other's a card game. Because <laughs> we're comparing like a card aug- game to a video game. reality card game. Yeah, no. <laughs> It's like you're, like, taking... Oh, my God. I I can't even... (laughs) Inside, Kaiba is seething and, as any other... As any other paranoid CEO, he has been trying to dig up dirt on the other company because Game Freak is an absolutely reliable and not at all suspicious name. (laughs) What a weird dig. Game Freak. Oh, yeah, that's such a reliable and not suspicious name for your video game company. Oh, those people over there must be freaks. (laughs) Freaks. (laughs) There are causes to his paranoia, thanks to the various attempts of various shady companies before this to overtake his beloved Kaiba Corp. He was severely disappointed, of course, and even more pissed to find out that predating the video game company, Game Freak was only a lowly self-published video game magazine. Making something out of nothing is definitely respectable. I would just like to... This story is just Kaiba slowly winning himself over to Pokemon by arguing with himself about it. <clears throat> Making something out of nothing is definitely respectable, but ex- but excuses him when Kaiba says he has his own company to worry about. Oh, but excuse him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is literally just like a Socratic dialogue between Kaiba and anti-Kaiba. <laughs> Kaiba. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> <sighs> Not that they are going to be bankrupted anytime soon. Duel Monsters is too big of an empire to be overthrown so easily. Then why are you worrying about it? About it? But Kaiba has always been proud of his sharp mind. As much as he doesn't want to admit it, this Pokemon game has the potential to do so. Especially if the creators are going to release different titles on the same console. The fucking things run. The fucking thing runs on cartridges of all outdated technology. Dual discs were created solely for dual monsters. There has never been a game that has high enough demands for Kaiba to ever consider other options. Now take this floppy disk and go download their data. (laughs) I'm sorry. I guess they technically did use CDs back then. Yeah. Uh, seems like it is time for him to change his opinions, and he hates doing that, thank you very much, as Kaiba stares down at the stack of statistics on his desk. Kaiba Corp has always stayed on top of thing everything that they do, no pun intended, because fuck that Katsuya dog. What? Did I have a stroke? Yeah. Did you say? Uh, um, <laughs> Kaiba Corp has always stayed... Oh, God. I even corrected it without even reading to it the first time. Kaiba Corp has always stay on top of everything they do. No pun intended, because fuck that Katsuya dog. What's a Katsuya dog? I would literally have to look that up, but it's something <laughs> in Japanese. Oh, okay. Katsuya is the Japanese part. Dog yeah. is, I'm assuming, just yes. them saying the dog dog. Dog. <laughs> dog dog. I'm sure it's probably <laughs> Horrible bear bear. <laughs> <clears throat> and it greatly damages Kaiba's pride monumentally. Oh, honey, come on. You can't use to it. <laughs> and it greatly damages Kaiba's pride monumentally to see his company being behind such a B-graded brand. You just said that you were still on- ahead of them, but now you're behind? Are we jumping through time? Has he been talking to himself for years in this room on this luxurious leather seat? 
There are not a lot of ways to go about this, he can see, and his temper flares. Obviously having such a huge success. <laughs> Obviously having such a huge success. A huge success. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, where was that sentence going for a second? <laughs> That's what kind of causes massive dong. This <laughs> huge success. My huge success. <laughs> oh, Dahlia. Pet me. Oh, my goodness. Like, Cat's just like, pet me. Headbutting his hand. Oh. Uh, anyway, back to Kaiva's huge success. <sighs> Obviously, having such a huge success within such a short period of time grants Game Freak various offers of collaboration. And because of said success, Kaiva is now considering the potential of working together with this. The thought alone makes Kaiba cringe. His pride lies in the flawlessly executed and excellently functioning dual-disc system he developed himself. Granted, the game Duel Monsters was created by Maximilian Pegasus. What a stupid name. I know that's canon, but it's stupid. <laughs> who, sets who sets Kaiba's teeth on edge. But over the years, when people speak about Duel Monster, it is Kaiba Corp they talk about, not Industrial, Ill industrial Illusion. It definitely helped Kaiba Corp prosper, helped it set up, help it step out of the evil, oh god, these fucking Yu-Gi-Oh names, helped it step out of the evil Gozaburo had wrought in his time. If you could talk this game freak into collaboration, if he could talk this game freak into collaboration, and Kaiba doesn't doubt himself in this... <laughs> <laughs> Ego is on is on point. His company is only the biggest in the world. It would be easy to associate the Pokemon named Akiba Corp within just a few years' time, getting his company the top once more. I mean, yeah, that's how a fucking corporate merger would work. Did he say that? Eh. Did he say that Maximilian Pegasus created made the Duel Disc? Created Duel Monsters. Okay, I thought the guy said that he made the dual disc. No, like, Kaiba made the dual. Okay, disc. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I had like, like, read and looked that up. I'm like, that's not right. Yeah, no, the original. Okay. if I'm remembering correctly, the original Dual Monsters game was already developed, but Kaiba Corp just made it the augmented reality it, game it, with the disc. That's fine. I was yeah. just confused because I'm like, that's opposite of what. <laughs> okay. Literally opposite. I heard that yeah. wrong. That no. was my fault. But I was just like, what? No, it's okay. Everything is topsy-turvy right now because this fucking writing is making me loopy. <sighs> All right. Let's see. Where did we go? On the other hand, extending an offer to this company is a subtle way of admitting defeat. Because up until now, Kaiba has refused to even think about working together with this atrocity. <laughs> fucking italics. Atrocity. There has never been any contact between the two companies. That's what he calls his other penis. <laughs> Ugh, other? <laughs> other? <laughs> no. Don't worry about it. That's chapter two. We haven't got that far yet. Stop. No. We're reading this instead of more. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. That's tagged in chapter two. Every timid suggestion about this during board meetings has been hotly brushed off. Even Mokuba can't get a word in. Kaiba's ego is simply too stubborn to budge, and he refuses to see this new trend as a threat to his empire. You keep admitting it's a threat! that To the point where you're thinking of, you know, buying out the company. Even when it is evident in the statistic and polls that his own company has been falling behind. Last and foremost, I give up. 
Last and foremost, Kaiva can't see himself working with something he has absolutely no passion about. The game sucks, as far as he can tell. Simple with an endless grind that doesn't take much intellect or strategy. Or even a rush of adrenaline like in arcade racing games. Even though Kaiba has to admit he really is a big nerd, despite the devastating complex. <laughs> despite the what? Despite his devastating good looks. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I bet Kaiba stands in front of the mirror and goes, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Isn't about to jump headlong into every game like Yugi and his dweeb patrol. <laughs> Kaiba Seto has standards and class. <laughs> That's not me fucking going off, by the way. That's written. <laughs> That's great. It is a difficult decision, and Kaiba almost barks out a laugh at how ridiculous this is. At how it is supposed to be so simple if his pride isn't in the way, which it always is. Not that he complains about. Not that he complains about. Okay, sure. Almost laughed because Mokuba would probably keel over and choke on his own spit if his brother just suddenly. What are these fucking. That was Ka Kaiba laughing, by the way. Well, now I gotta leave it in. God damn it. <laughs> That's how he barks with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking can't with these, these descriptions he has. Sorry. Almost laughed because Mokuba would probably keel over and choke on his own spit if his brother just suddenly bursts out a bout of homicidal laughter. I don't find that out of character for Kaiba at all. The older brother sighs and looks up from his reports to stare at the boy. Oh, Mokubo's just here now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine the just that random just, teleport noise. Just just the, <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's there. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the noise when he phases into existence. When he phases out, he goes, pop. <laughs> oh, I'm having too much fun. Okay. Mokubo was sitting on the couch at the other end of the office, feet knocked up on one armrest, I... and then head pillowing on another. Tongue sticks out between his teeth and is jamming his fingers down on the Game Boy. <laughs> I just imagine Mokubo have like nothing going on in his brain. I know he's just enjoying the game, just like <laughs> Thought... <laughs> head empty. All right, <laughs> head empty. Of course, Kaiba doesn't deny his own brother of this. What kind of monster would he be otherwise? With two two question marks. At, well, that's An how you asshole. know it's serious. Or she is. <laughs> At first, Mokuba had been discreet and never pulled out the damned console when his big brother was around. But after a while of Kaiba not making some sort of snorting, disgusted noises, Mokuba just forewent the entire cautious behaviors and drowns himself in the wonders of Pokemon. This person needs to learn how to fucking conjugate and stay in one tense. So, you know, in like, in like, uh, parodies of like, you know, middle school and high school life, teachers are always making a big deal about, you know, writing in one tense, you know, in a story. I've never understood that because I'm like, I never change tenses randomly, but apparently that's, that is a thing that people do sometimes because it is all over this fucking story. I don't know if I've ever done that. I never really thought about it, to be quite, quite honest. But. I, I pretty much always write in past tense, except for my uh, my lost story is weirdly in present tense. Never write in present tense, by the way. It's 
awful. <laughs> I don't know how to conjugate anything in present tense. Um, it's weird. I don't know why I chose that. And I hate past Ariel for it because I still have to fucking deal with that decision. Anyway. <clears throat> Kaiba pinches the bridge of his nose, counts to ten, and lets out a slow exhale. When he looks up this time, Mokuba is staring at him from the couch, blue-gray eyes concerned. Another sigh. Mokuba, arrange a meeting with the Game Freak CEO. If they have a CEO, that is. Of course they do. They're a fucking multi-million dollar company. The brilliant beam his brother shot him before dashing out of the office, the office seriously makes Kaiba regret his decision. Ah, well, sucky game or not, Kaiba has never been the one to say no to money, especially when both game and money are in the same sentence. Okay. However, if these colorful critters creators... Uh, colorful critters creators... Colorful Critters Creators. That's alliteration. Colorful Critters Creators. <laughs> I feel like this whole story was just for him to be able to colorful use that Colorful Critters one Creators. <laughs> However, if these Colorful Critters Creators are going to be just as chirpy and cheery, oh, there we go, as the okay, fucking dude. game, <laughs> then Kaiba might, just might, consider buying a gun and blowing his own brain out. End of story. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I guess to read it again. Yay. It's all one sentence. <laughs> Is that the actual end of the story? Holy run on sentence, Batman. Yeah. However, if these colorful critters creators are going to be just as chirpy and cheery as the fucking game, then Kaiba might, just might, consider buying a gun and blowing his own brain out. The end. You Author's can't. note, comments make me happy? Question mark. <laughs> what? Do they? Holy shit. You can't just end it like that. I need more. I can't believe I have to say I want more. Oh my God. Is there a chapter two? No, that was it. You can't leave it on that note. Does he blow his brains out? Does he get like a scheme? Does he realize there's a card game? I'll never oh, know. Oh my God. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Kaiba the arsonist and suicide enthusiastic. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Kaiba. <laughs> when did you turn into a teenage edgelord all of a sudden? Oh, oh wait. Oh my god, it's amazing. Alright, well I hope you guys enjoyed it. Is this that. a self-insert? What? No, it was just Kaiba. I know. It was Kaiba and Mugaba. Those I'm just, two characters. I'm just making sure the self-insert was the, the person trying to be Kaiba. No. <laughs> No, people don't 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 really role play like that. Um, but, but yeah, that that was great. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Holy shit, that was a roller coaster ride and a half for me. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. Okay, so let's go ahead and move into the ranking. Um, before we we talk about that, so where do you think I would rate crossovers? Oh shit. Um, that's a good question. Yeah. At this point, you're just doing victory laps because we're going to reset your points when we come back because you've already hit your goal. But, so, but you know, you can still guess. <laughs> they don't stack, no. Why not? Because you get them so fast. I, it wasn't as fast. I got, like, one story out of ten, ten podcasts. You got two. We're not going to count this yet. We're on hiatus. <sighs> you got two. All right. Make you guess. I don't know. I feel like you like it. <laughs> Actually, no. For for me, crossovers fall under. It depends. 
Okay. Yeah, that's it really because it really does depend. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, uh, I mean, that I, was a good crossover. <laughs> so like, so I had so many ups and downs to that entire story. Like, uh, I, I, I feel like I would have said I would love it if, like, I was, like, every single crossover was that was crazy. That like, I fucking feels like I just, like, took acid and just went off, <laughs> went off and just watched, like, every season well, of Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! in, like, one sitting. The best crossovers are like that, to be honest, but unfortunately a lot of them were boring. That was a fucking high heaven experience probably amazing. since I was a teenager. Oh, that was great. Drugs are bad. <laughs> Don't yeah. do crack, guys. <laughs> So where would you hey, you see what over? I did there? Yes. <laughs> where would where would you I t- made a reference. You did. Where would you rate crossovers speaking of? For myself? Yeah, for yourself. Uh, it, it, it's gonna have to be in the middle of the road yeah. for me because it's like I I mean Okay, if I'm basing all the crossovers on this one story alone, then I love it. <laughs> the story is a 10 out of 10, but the trope in general. But stuff Super Hulak exists, so. <laughs> and that's that a strong the counter bar. argument. <laughs> that lowers the bar really far, at least for me. So the middle would be either take it or leave it. One step below that is it depends. Oh, God. I'm going to have to go with, like... God damn, I don't want to put another one, take it or leave it, but I'm going to have to put this in take it or leave it. I'm sorry, guys. That's pretty good. That's I'll, I agree. You'll, you know, even when we get to the end of the series, when we actually come back and all, all that, I don't know if I'll ever have anything and love it. <laughs> Just because... Oh, you'll get there. You'll get there. There's some good stuff that we still have on the list. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> I know. My cheeks actually hurt from smiling so yeah, so... What was the name of that author again? I have to give them a kudos. I have um, to literally make a count. I have to, to, I'll have to invite you to AO3 because they're, that they're on... That and PewDiePie. That's the two an, I'm going to make kudos for. AO3 is on an invite-only uh, basis. Their name is Karos, uh, Karasune. K- of course they would be. <laughs> yeah. K-A-R-A-S-U-N-E-I. So please go give them a kudos because that story is from uh, 2016. Oh, I was gonna say like so 14 years ago. So if they suddenly ago. get an influx randomly oh. of like a dozen kudos or comments, guys, you're gonna make their fucking year. <laughs> um, so that, or either that, that was, or they'll be like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> they found it. <laughs> no one was supposed to find that. <laughs> um, so yeah, in, in talking more broadly about crossovers, um, it falls under it depends for me because some fandoms work really well together. Like you actually chose two that would honestly play off each other in different ways. I thought this story was interesting because with Pokemon being a crossover, most just set character, you know, the characters they want from the IP they like in Pokemon's universe. So they just, all those characters now have Pokemon teams. It doesn't really engage with like the actual content, the story of Pokemon, which is gossamer thin to be incredibly nice to it this is not the fan fiction i knew that i needed in my life (laughs) i know that's great so this one was interesting taking it from an aspect of pokemon in like our world which also implies that kaiba corp is canon in the real world which is just that's hilarious i just need more like fucking kaiba like complaining about shit (laughs) it reminds me of cd project red made a statement because somebody had asked them so does 
Keanu Reeves exist in the Cyberpunk 2077 universe? And they gave the most baffling answer of yes, but nobody seems to think Johnny Silverhand looks like Keanu Reeves. And they would have existed and been the same, more or less the same age at the same time. (laughs) I know. So I was like, that is... The weirdest answer you could have given, but sure. Um, what? So, so yeah, like Pokemon. No, no one would have like been Pokemon, like the game is canon in the there's world. There's like an 1860s vampire picture. Is like, are we sure this is not Keanu Reeves? <laughs> and he's just never uh, aged. That's great. It's so, like, no, nah, Johnny Silverhand doesn't look like him at all. I don't know what you're talking about. So I loved that aspect of it of just being like, oh, we're not doing it in Pokemon universe. We're doing it in the real world. Okay. <laughs> All right, sure. Um, so, and like I said, some some fandoms are just crossovers by nature. Like Smash Bros. Kingdom Hearts as well is also just a crossover it, it, in do, itself. Do, do, do. I don't know how to do, 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 do I don't do. know that song. I never played Kingdom Hearts. That's Smash Brothers. Oh, okay, I don't know. It's I was song. talking about Kingdom Hearts at that point. You said Kingdom Hearts Smash Brothers, so it was yeah. still relevant. Thank I said you. them in the opposite order, but sure. Oh, my God. Are we going to be that nitpicky? <laughs> oh, I put a note in here that I'd forgotten about. I'm glad I'm looking at my book. I wrote a crossover myself once. Um, <laughs> so is, is it Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon theme? Because if it's not, I don't know if I really want to read it well they're both they're both in it but that's not just what it was so with crossovers i had you pick two because i figured that would be manageable a lot of crossovers especially these days and i think it might have been honestly kind of inspired by like smash bros and kingdom hearts that have a lot of different things i thought it was gonna be like pokey tail or something no. <laughs> like pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh and no. undertale ones oh pokemon and undertale have been shipped by the way it is called pokey tail it's just considered an... No, that, I, I own that. I came up with it first. <laughs> it is just considered an AU of Undertale, though. It's not considered a crossover. Um, of course not. But yeah, so a lot of crossovers these days, at least that I see, um, tend to be way more than two things crossed together. It's like at least ten, if not dozens. So that was actually what my story was. It was... Um, wouldn't that just be a, references at this point? Yeah, kind of. It it was original fiction in that it was about me and I get transported magically inside my own mind, which is personified by the, the campus of the college I was going to at the time. And all of both the real people in my life that I think about, as well as all the fictional characters I think about, lived on the campus. And we all just hung out. <laughs> so by association... <laughs> That means Borderlands, Fallout, New yeah. Vegas, yes. and so on were the first crossovers before crossovers were <laughs> as big as they are now. Huh? The 10, ten or plus versions with multiple, because they make Easter eggs to other things all, oh. the, all the time. So yeah, it, that's that's an interesting point. Do Easter eggs, like, are, do those count as crossover elements? Yeah. I would say no, because then that, would, not, that would imply that I was making a bad joke, so. Most most fictional things are in fact existing in the same universe at the same time and i can't handle that um and the world doesn't deserve that so (laughs) i'm gonna say no but yeah that is something some people think about um crossovers are interesting i feel like they're more fun in um in theory than in practice um it was kind of the problem with crack of like uh i'm not willing to give up on it but i have yet to find one that i like um even my own story i don't particularly like 
yeah, I, I've I've seen the appeal of myself of crossovers, and even that I couldn't get it to work. Um, that one's really old, by the way. If, if you guys have looked at like my fanfiction accounts, because now apparently I've made it known that that exists still. Don't look at that story. Um, but yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and hell out of that story. <laughs> uh, there's not much there. I think it had like two chapters. Um, so we'll move into Rex real quick before we do Ficklives. What? I just re- remembered what's his face just facing out of the room after you, you made that noise. I almost said Bakugo, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that's a different IP altogether. It's Mokuba. Mokuba, sorry. That word looks really weird. My brain was like Bakugo. Kabuki. Got it. The only reason I knew how to pronounce Mokuba is because I've watched the anime. Um, <laughs> monsters! And even <laughs> Monsters! And even then, that was the weird four kids dubbing, so they might be pronouncing Mokuba wrong for all I know. Yeah. And I've been pronouncing it wrong my whole... I don't know how else it's you would pronounce Makaba. it. Mokuba, maybe? Uh, I would have to actually look it up. I don't or know. listen it up. When I was re-listening to what our first episode, I said Hikaru as Hikaru every time and i hate myself for it i almost corrected you in the wrong way too i was like <laughs> you mean he grew excuse me it's actually this horrible americanized uh. bastardization of the name thank you <laughs> yeah go back don't don't rewatch oran because all of the names are wrong how do you say all might in japanese <laughs> have i ever told you um the all might villain au's name so there's an there's an Four a one all no <laughs> it's um all smite I forgot you tell me that. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, villain Deku is really, really popular, but I think the second most popular would probably be Ukin? Villain All Might. <laughs> I actually don't know his his Ukin. villain name, um, but like the lore behind him is that he never actually became All Might's, you know, uh, apprentice, prodigy, whatever you want to call him. Um, so he becomes a villain instead. He's just normal, quirkless Deku. Um, I've never sucky villain. <laughs> I know. I was like, I haven't read any of it, and there's a reason. It's because it's that's pretty boring. Um, but anyway, I think about All Smite at least four out of seven days of the week. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, only that often. Let's get into Rex. <laughs> I mean, it's stupid enough to cons- to you know take up that much amount of my brain <laughs> real fair. estate. Um, I actually screenshotted it when I saw it because I was like, oh my god. <laughs> This is great. It was written in all caps, too. All smite. All smite. <laughs> anyway, so. Where were we? Rex this week. So the story I would have read if he hadn't gotten it, which I knew he was going to, which is why it's kind of lame. Um, It's called Unexpected Romance Route. <laughs> or, yeah, Unexpected Romance Route by AJ underscore linguistic. That's not L- where I thought that sentence was going. L-I-N-G-U. I-S-T-I-K. Um, so this is a crossover between Oran High School Host Club and My Life as a Villainess. Um, that is shortened from what it's actually called. It's a cute little um, one-season anime we watched. is based off a light novel. It's... It, it, go Just go watch it. Um, it was decent. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really cute. Um, but yeah, so it's Katarina Clace, the main character of the My Life as a Villainess show. Um is walking around her magic school and she finds this new mysterious room and it's just the host club room. And <laughs> <laughs> like every other plot for host club stuff. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, Why like can't the, words come out of my mouth. Like the properly? fucking rose petals when she opens the door happen to and so she ends up going like on a couple of dates with um Welcome. with honey. <laughs> with honey because they both like cake so much. 
So I thought that was cute. I was like, oh, there's a reason for those two characters to kind of get together. It wasn't like a weird... Yeah, no, no it like wasn't that. weird. It was super, super saccharine. It was very cute. Um, so go check that one out. Um, and then the my funny recommendation was Followed Equestria by K-Cat. <laughs> um, this one is just known. Um, I don't, we're not into My Little Pony at all, but the fact that an MLP version of Fallout exists as it's basically its own piece of original fiction you just know, blows my mind in the best way. <laughs> you laugh or joke about that, but I actually think I've seen a couple of Fallout, yeah. uh, Fallout New Vegas in particular, bronies before. Oh yeah, no, like because the people who like MLP cross over really well with the people who like Fallout for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> well, it's because I mean MLP started out as for an no ironic, reason it's, whatsoever. It started out as an ironic fandom for people on 4chan who really like Fallout. I don't need to know this. That's just how it is. Sorry, y'all. Um, but anyway, it's fucking wild. I've never read it, but this fanfic is so well known that and so popular that they actually sell hardcover copies of the printed fic. And to even just print a fanfiction is already crazy. But then fucking hardcover copies that people sell at conventions. Like, it's just... It's a cultural touchstone at this point. So if you're at all interested in crossovers, crossovers that is the crossover. If it, Go read it. If in another 15 years MySpace comes back, I know <laughs> what I'm totally making my profile picture now. <laughs> the characters from Fallout Equestria? Oh, yeah. Like 100%. <laughs> it'll be like a banner and everything. Like it'll be a banner and like so I will go into like clip art and actually make my own like background. <laughs> Uh, and use the worst colors ever. Ooh, I have a good idea for that now. I think I'm going to do that. No. <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you going to stop me? Cause... <laughs> no. Um, all right, so we actually did words for ficklibs this time. I'll right? use my art for evil. <laughs> do, do your ficklibs jingle. <laughs> it's ficklibs, ficklibs. I love that it's different Don't, don't know what the words are. <laughs> all right, so take it away, Spencer. <laughs> what the fuck are I forgot I had a jingle. It's, it's different every time. That's why I ask you to do it. <laughs> like, what's he going to come up with this time? We don't have a lot left. Oh, well. I wasn't actually reading it, but I was just looking at how many, because uh, she numbered well, the pages. Look, look what oh, I got. Oh, there's a Fick Libs too. Yeah. The, uh, the I literally looked at that book too, and I completely forgot Liminal what it was. Craft made a second, a sequel version. So we've got more than enough to last us through the rest of the podcast you know what back. i did eh. i i actually looked at that and read that as fables too and then i thought to <laughs> myself my girlfriend would never read fables and then i just kind of like went on with my life i was like there okay. was a point in my life where i thought about reading fables and then i was like no yeah <laughs> that's more up my alley <laughs> all right start with the title. I, I, I gotta get a clean throat before i do this <laughs> ew ew <laughs> you're welcome mm. This one is called Back to the Past. Frodo was a normal Irish guy with a normal <laughs> dancer job. One day, however, he found a strangely glowing frog and picked it up. It looked very old and wet. <laughs> As frogs tend to be. Oh, asshat. <laughs> I said it like a like he was proud of that. I'm oh, sorry. Asshat. It was more like, oh, asshat. Oh, asshat. He fell into a soggy vortex and fell out onto an old-looking street. 
He realized he'd been transported to an ancient France. Whoa. <laughs> okay. This is just like in the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> he wandered around looking at his shops that sold strange raccoons and getting weird local looks from locals because I can't read sentences. <laughs> local looks from locals. Local looks from locals. <laughs> Stop there, bank robber. Frodo looked up expecting someone to be yelling at him. But instead, he was sewed over by a large man carrying a richly dressed, shiny young man. <laughs> a large man carrying a shiny young man. Got nice. it. Help, the young man shouted. Frodo joined in the chase and finally cornered the kidnapper in an alley. After a brief, luminescent fight, he sent the kidnapper spelunking. <laughs> oh, That's another oh no. way to say to help. <laughs> the young man straightened out his robes. Thank you for saving me. I'm his chappedness, John Wick. <laughs> I should have said that in a different voice. Then the emperor saw the glowing candy. And you, you're the man from the future? Wait, what? You're expecting me? Frodo asked. Yes, it's always been just a story, but the succulent can't have come from anywhere else. You see, we've just started making it now. The emperor looked steadily into Frodo's eyes. Will you stay with me? So he did. Over time, Frodo learned how to ride a tame hamster fight. What? <laughs> Let me. Sorry, guys, about that one. <laughs> so he did. Over time, Frodo learned how to ride a tame hamster fight with nunchucks. <laughs> it became part of John Wick's guard. I was really hoping it would just be became part of John Wick. <laughs> You may now join the collective of John Wick. <laughs> we are all John Wick. Oh, now. it all comes back to Vor. <laughs> God damn it. One day, they realized that the weasel had lost its glow because apparently it changed. It keeps changing forms. <laughs> it's a frog to a succulent to a weasel. What does this mean, Frodo asked. John Wick became quite lethargic. I think it means that its power has gone. You can't go home. Oh, no. That's fine. This is my home now. Also said John Wick because they didn't describe who said that. <laughs> Yay. Good job. That one was fun. I like that one. John Wick said to himself, John Wick. <laughs> oh, well, they are all part of each yeah, other. Yeah, they now, are the so John collective. That would make sense. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to listen to myself make that slurping noise when I read it this episode, and I'm already dreading it. Kind of like the noise I made before the... Oh, the slurping was worse. Slimy noises. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed our 10th annual extravaganza. If you guys know what I'm quoting from when I say that, by the way, let me know. So I'm not just screaming references into the void. Here's a better noise for you. That didn't oh, really work that too. Well. That was pretty spectacularly sad yes <laughs> disappointing yeah i was really hoping it would make more of a crack noise when i opened it but that's fine it's <laughs> noise my back makes <laughs> should be a crack Ooh. but instead it's just a weird hissing noise fruit punch flavored <laughs> um <laughs> you know the favorite flavor are you ready to end this episode or not <laughs> i'm gonna be sad when we're done <laughs> well we had a lot of fun today but in two weeks if we had to record again we'd be like no nah, i'm not ready yet um <sighs> <laughs> who knows maybe we yeah. will like change we might our come minds back sooner who knows 
we've just we've got a lot of stuff coming up just in need, the near future. We just need to find more stories like that. That was I a good know. story. <laughs> I might have to start preparing a little more ahead of time to give myself more time to find stuff like that. Um, because we're just we're really we're really finding shit for a while. I still think about that fucking Full no. Metal Alchemist story, and I'll think about it for the rest of my life because I was like, oh my god, it was so boring. <laughs> so if you guys listen to that one, by the way, thank you. Also, listen to the Full Metal Alchemist, full, full Metal Alchemist bloopers because that makes me think of the one time where he's just like something, something. Don't know my lines. <laughs> Was fucking what was his was that armstrong that was armstrong yeah just like fumbling oh God, over his words fucking christopher savat he's just he talks like that all the time in his <laughs> bloopers he, he, what was he talking about too I've, it's gonna really bother me i think he was talking about the uh the the beasts that are made from the sorcerers from, yeah he was talking homunculi. about hom- hom- homunculi he's like homunculi he's just like (laughs) i don't even know what i'm saying anymore (laughs) if you watch bloopers for full metal or for not for full i guess for my hero academia basically at least half of the bloopers are from christopher sabat just fucking riffing just watch bloopers of christopher (laughs) sabat and you'll have a good time he's great um anyway so yeah it is time to end the episode for the third time now um do hope you guys enjoyed again we will be back i will post on socials when we do um until then, stay safe, have fun, um, go out and do stuff, you know, if you're if you're vaccinated. Um, I know there's, like, a new strain out right now, so you still might want to be careful. Just wear your mask, sanitize your hands, don't sanitize lick strangers. Sanitize <laughs> <laughs> Lick other people's hands so they're sanitized. Wait a minute. Damn it. Um, so, yeah, just be careful, be safe. It all comes back safe. to Vor. That's what this episode's going to be titled. (laughs) Vor, question mark, exclamation point. (laughs) So stay safe. We will will see you guys soon. Um, And thanks for listening. We love y'all. Bye. Love you. Bye.